the Evening Brothers are proud to present Twinkie Talk. Oh, that was perfect. Ooh, on the dot. God, we're we're getting so good at it, guys. Holy shit. <laughs> a lot of people take more than than two tries to get it perfectly right, but I already think this is a this is gonna be a flawless podcast. This is as good as podcasts get. Welcome to Twinkie Talk, brought to you by the Evening Brothers. I'm Brother Lincoln. I'm Brother John. And I'm Brother Preston. Twinkie and Talk. Congratulations, is, Preston. Is you a, did it without laughing. He did it without laughing. I was trying to tell I, them what we do. I want you but... to know there was so much self-control <laughs> just then. <laughs> That's actually the most self-control I've seen you exhibit in years. It's really <laughs> difficult. <laughs> Twinkie Talk is a podcast about movies by a bunch of white dudes. Go. Go ahead. <laughs> so we, we got to say something about it. We can't just not say anything. And that seems to have fallen on my shoulders now. I feel like we should also warn people that these are not good movies that we are reviewing and discussing. Yeah, it's like a cinematic punishment system. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, after watching what we watched for this week, I feel like I let both of you off easy for real steel. Can I tell you something? I agree with you. I don't know why <laughs> you really thought did. that that was the movie to go with. Yeah. I mean, I barely talked Wait, it, last time because I had nothing to include because I love that movie. <laughs> you did openly weep, though, as we were tearing it to shreds. I yeah, did. It was, yes, it was I very sad. Admit that it was it was rough. Yeah, there's so many very tears difficult. and sniffles I had to cut out later. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> when Preston started describing the way that that you know little Adam won the won the match but lost the numbers at the end, he I could just I saw the twinkle in his eye. See, I th- I think he lost me when he started talking about verisimilitude. That was enough for me to not really be on board. When he brought up formalism, I was like, <laughs> "Where are you going with this?" <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, what are we? What of, did we watch, Preston? Uh, you well. dumb piece of garbage that made us watch this movie. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> you're the one who who wanted to watch Cue the Winged Serpent. You just keep that in mind, my. I'm good proud sir. of that. Um, so we watched, uh, Triple X, um, starring Vin Diesel, um, as Xander Cage, uh, as a film from 2002. Boy, was oh, it. And Goddamn right it was from 2002. <laughs> one of my favorite, just like really terrible early 2000s garbage action movies. One of. One, oh, one of them, <laughs> yes. I, I won't lie, I... I, re- I, I enjoy this movie in a very, what word I'm looking for? Hateful. Yes, yes, exactly. In a very hateful way, yes. In an aggressive way. <laughs> yes. Will you, we always, we sometimes, I don't want to start a podcasting tradition here, but we sometimes <laughs> give each other homework to do before we watch the movie. So could you tell our uh, oh, paying certainly, audience certainly. Oh, yes, yes, what our homework was? Like, was. Start. Yeah, so uh, the homework was to write down uh, a list of common dumb tropes um, from late 90s, early 2000s action movies, uh, and check them off the list as you watch this movie, because I think this movie has so, so, so many of them. So, I would love to hear everybody's. We want to go through the list? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Preston, Preston you should you, go first. Did you write a list? Um, I will, so I, I wrote a list. Um, <laughs> that was the um of no, I definitely didn't write a list. No, he's, I, he's like flipping through his backpack. It's gotta be in here somewhere. <laughs> 
my uh, I, I have a list. my uh, I... dog ate my homework. I don't. My dog <laughs> ate my list. I don't. Uh, I was gonna write the I... list before I had to save a baby from a house fire, but <laughs> I, I, my, my list is is a little on the shorter side, just because I've, I think I, I, I watched this movie like a month ago, <laughs> just before... of your own volition. Yeah. <laughs> that was before the cha- the like challenge of watching it. right well no because it's like it's it's i don't know i just you just sometimes you just need a really dumb terrible movie just to you just woke up you're like i would love to see vin's early work you know <laughs> i'd like to see where this artist began anyways point of this is i feel like if if i if i had made too much of a list I would have been like picking things straight out of the movie and that would have oh, been sure. just a little bit. So it's definitely, I, I would like to hear John's li- or one of your guys' list first. Yeah, John, you um, go ahead. Yeah, cool. Um, so I had seen this movie once many, many moons past when I was the target demographic, which was a 12 year old boy. <laughs> um, also had, the author of the movie, <laughs> a 12 year old boy. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So I had seen this. Uh, I did not remember anything that happened in this, but I tried to, to make this list and, well, I'll tell you what, the only ones that I was like trying that I thought I had pulled from the movie were the ones that didn't get checked off. So I don't know what movie I was thinking of. <laughs> I definitely have seen this, though, because I remember his big, big like coat. Um, <laughs> so here's my list. Uh, number one, a thing happens that would absolutely kill any side character, but the protagonist is fine. Check. Uh, number two, completely ridiculous fake death that fools absolutely no one. Check. Number three, women are horny for big muscle men doing the, doing a thing that if it were anyone else with less muscles, they would find it repulsive. <laughs> um, that, that's number three. Number four is 100,000 bullets are fired at the hero and they all somehow miss. Number five is a bomb, but not a normal bomb, like a bomb on some sort of speeding vehicle, like a train or a plane. <laughs> wow, that was good. Thank you. I'm proud of that one. Number six is a bad one-liner with a pun, um, which kind of didn't happen in this one. It did a little bit, but the, it was mostly Xander Zone based. Yeah, that's, Zan- that's, I love that's the Xander true. Zone. That's true. Uh, I was going to open this seven. podcast by saying "Welcome to the Xander Zone." I forgot. Oh, that's a shame that we missed out on that comedy gold. That's a mm. bummer. <laughs> Shoot, do you want to start over, Lincoln? We could we could start over through the yeah, magic just... of editing. He can say welcome yeah. to the Xander Zone anytime and he just, wants, let's really. Just put it at the front. Everybody <laughs> shut up. Give Lincoln a chance. Go. Welcome to the Xander Zone. I hated that. I hated that so much. That was the, like an <laughs> anti-ASMR. That may be really uh, uncomfortable. <laughs> number seven, shifting gears way too much in a manual car. Number eight, multiple bad guys attack the hero one by one. Number nine, hero is best in the business, but that's mostly dumb luck. Ten, forgettable <laughs> villain so as not to overshadow the hero. Eleven, the uh, the clip in a gun holds approximately 800 bullets so you don't have to reload. <laughs> Number twelve, gun jams at just the right moment, which I feel like didn't really happen. Thirteen, uh, that car must have been made of TNT based on the size of the explosion. <laughs> Fourteen, shooting the gas tank. 15, villain does something bad so that we know they're bad. And then 16, sets up for a sequel, but just vaguely enough that if the movie completely flops, they'll never have to make another one. Wow. That's a that's a really solid list. I'm Thank genuinely you. impressed. <laughs> Some of me is a little bit listening back to the 
the fact that we all had to make 16 um it's just it's a big list so i'll just go ahead and do mine now 16 so many it is did, so i it took a like a number? I, yeah, yeah you told us 16. 16 and we both it's like, like it that's like I a four by that. four well and then we said okay fine <laughs> we'll we'll do 16 no that's so because i wanted he, to make it all convoluted make it a bingo card yeah, well, here's that. my 16. <laughs> and then we decided it was a list, so I, I didn't realize that there was still a, a number attached to that. <laughs> I do think mathematically I did hit bingo somewhere in there, though. <laughs> I just want that I to be known. I probably did, too. I feel like there was only, like, one or two of those that didn't actually happen, so. Yeah. All right, Lincoln, what's your okay, do, do share your list? Okay, one was it didn't happen. I said girl fight. Kind of disappointed <sighs> that didn't happen. Two, Matrix-style speed ramping, but done poorly. <laughs> Suiting up montage. That's number three. Number four, lots of black clothes. Nailed that one. Nice. Uh, yeah, number 10 out of 10. five, badass one-liner before the fight begins, which kind of happened. He said, I live for this shit, and then he fell out of a plane. <laughs> that was pretty sweet. And then next was gratuitous use of electric guitar, which I was just immediately gratified with that one. Yeah, yeah, you don't get 10 <laughs> seconds into the movie without that particular no, one. There, we will... We will have a long discussion about that opening scene and song. That's great news. <laughs> and then the next one is, someone will say the main character's name and then the other person will be like, him? And then we'll cut to the main character doing something reckless. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Which wow. I think I got. The next one says, early CGI explosions with way too much flame and absolutely no like particulates in the air. Which I think happened. The next one didn't happen. I said lots of heat waves messing with the frame. Which, it was filmed in a cold place, so there's no heat waves to use. Next one, I said, most of it is shot in singles with the camera only moving for big action set pieces. Next one, breaking into the rich guy's bad, or sorry, breaking into the rich bad guy's house while he's having a wild, crazy party. Again, which was the first thing that happened in the movie. Uh, Next one just says, drug use is evil. (laughs) 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 My next one says, making contact with a deplorable person who has the info we need. Uh, next one says, a woman's clothes get tattered from the battle, but the man stays about normal. Didn't happen. And then I said, uh, romantic subplot with no real development. There you go. That's a good one. And then I said, um, the last one said, a government official saying it's too risky. Wow. That's most. That's like 18% of the script, I think. <laughs> that's every line that Samuel L. Jackson says. <laughs> <laughs> also, speaking of Samuel L. Jackson, can we acknowledge that he is just Nick Fury? In He's this just movie? doing a Nick Fury. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, my list is a little more generic because again, I've seen this movie relatively recently, and I didn't want to, you know, uh, <laughs> out of his own free. That's list. why all sixteen of them are butts. I don't know well, why all sixteen <laughs> options. <laughs> There's definitely not he sixteen of them. So lower your expectations just a little bit. Uh, that should have been the subtitle for this oh. movie. <laughs> lower your expectations. XXX. Lower your expectations. Lower your triple oh, expectations. expectations. Oh, you beat me by one second. <laughs> uh, car chase. That one's a given. Uh, we have a very convoluted entrance test. Um, guy gets girl. Oh, oh, you mean the first two thirds of the movie? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, really the entire movie, because right at the end, you know, Samuel L. Jackson's, hey, you passed the oh, test. Look That's right. Test. And he looks right into the movie and goes, he looks in the camera and says, the real test was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> exactly. Uh, double agents and or betrayal, sure. of which there are many. Um, U.S. versus Eastern Europe. Uh, a bar and or club scene. 
That was one I should have known. I should have guessed there was going to be Matrix nightclub kind of scenes. 100%. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> you know, oh, you know what's one I missed? I felt so dumb for missing six skateboard tricks. Mm. Yeah, I actually have a note about that, so we'll get into that later. <laughs> uh, next on my list, uh, bullshit gadgetry. Uh, villainous Which, that is unironically monologuing. the best part of the movie. What were you going to... Oh, the, the bullshit gadgetry? Yeah, my favorite part. Oh, absolutely. It's... Your your favorite part wasn't his giant fur coat because that's clearly the best part of this movie. <laughs> no, I love. I just like. I like gadget montages in movies. Like every time they go to see the smart person to give them a bunch of gadgets, I'm like, I'm here for it. I yeah. love gadgets. Except the smart person sucks so bad in this movie. He looks like I wrote um low poly Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and the gadgetry, like it isn't even. It's like the dude just, he just says, hey, give me everything. And the guy gives him everything. And like, and there's he uses zero. None of it. Yeah. And he doesn't, yeah. He, 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 <laughs> he ejects the roof and calls it a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He ejects the roof. He uses like one, one, uh, a whaling gun. And then otherwise it's, it's pretty much it. You mean, you mean a harpoon? Yeah. That's the, I cannot think of the word. <laughs> a whaling gun from the days of old. <laughs> Okay, did you have any more on your list? Uh, just ridiculous explosion. Sure. Triple explosion, if you ask me. Mm. Um, yeah. I want to just, before we get super far into the movie, I really want to just hop on real quick and say that, Preston, it's it's your fault that my Google search history now involves the words XXX movie, XXX movie 2002, XXX movie 2002 Vin Diesel. <laughs> Because that was Jonathan. the process that it took me to get to this particular film. I, that makes me so relieved because that's exactly word for word my search history. <laughs> I searched, I clicked XXX and then Google is like, hey, buddy, you know safe search is on, right? Google like, was like, you don't you're not going to see what you want to see. That. <laughs> and then I was like, no, XXX movie. And they're like, yeah, yeah. We know what you're asking for. We're not going to show it to you quite yet. They're like, no, we get and it. We got to talk to your mom though first. <laughs> and then it was like, X. Then I searched what I searched was XXX Xander Cage because for some reason I knew his name was Xander Cage. <laughs> Man, I'm so glad to hear that. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Google, Google, like leaned over, like, hey, buddy, like we we do have that, but is that that's what you, is that is this what you want? And I was like, no, the 2002 PG-13 action movie produced by Sony Pictures. That's just a little horny, not extremely horny. <laughs> just the right amount. <laughs> it's just the correct level of horny. I might disagree with that one, but we'll get into it later. <laughs> well, you're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, um, thanks for that. My wife's gonna have some <laughs> questions, so I'll just send them oh, your perfect. way if that yeah, works. That's no, that's that's perfect. You know, because I yeah, my conscience is clean. You're the one who searched it. <laughs> uh, look, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the movie. The, so the movie opens. Uh, dare I say, with a bang? No, it opens up with a. Pew! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've got a, a dude stealing something, and this action, this this crazy fight scene where a guy zip lines in. Which rewatching, there are at least three or four zip lines in this movie. There's a lot of zip lines. I didn't, I didn't a weird amount of zip lining. Take a specific note of each one, but there's there's a lot of zip lining. Zip lines in, and then there's this big fight in a nightclub with some absolutely raging guitar and some great metal music. 
Oh yeah, uh, yeah. They're dude, they're on some Fury Road shit up oh, there yeah, for sure. Especially the the guy who has a literal flamethrower mask as he's <laughs> yeah going crazy. And it is it is in my opinion the best scene of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it really might be the the like little in joke where the guy takes off a suit and they don't have to like lampshade that he thought he was going to a different kind of party, and it's just like a purely visual joke that just actually works, and it just sets you up for such disappointment every other moment in the movie. A hundred percent, yeah. And it's the only scene in the movie where there's like a little bit of mystery involved, just like a it's little also bit. one of the only scenes with like dramatic tension. Exactly, yeah. In it. Like we don't know, we don't know who this person is. We don't know what they've stolen. All we know is that there is a guy with a flamethrower mask on the stage playing guitar. I have this theory that movies are only defined by how good the opening and the final part mm. of the movie is. Um, and fortunately, this had a great opening, but then the rest of the movie does suck pretty bad. <laughs> so I, I, I feel like they got so close to me coming out of this movie going, man, that was awesome. Because that's all it takes, right? Is for a good final scene and a good opening scene. And then you leave the movie and you're like, that was a good time. I can't complain. So you will, in fact, complain. Uh, the whole later. time. Well, we're going to complain right <laughs> now. Let's get, let's go. Yeah, I really, I didn't have a lot to say about the beginning. It, it's just I wrote that everyone is wearing all black, so I was like glad my uh, my prediction already was true. The only note that I made is that this opening scene walked so that the John Wick two EDM rave could run. Yeah, that, I, I noticed that as I, I, yeah, it is very very John Wickish where he runs through the crowd and then gets shot, and then I love that he gets crowd surfed. Oh yeah, very <laughs> good. People just passing this dead body around. Okay, Preston, the next thing you have to do is move us through the plot. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be great, because it's going to be Lincoln guiding me through guiding you guys through this conversation. (laughs) Well, the great thing is, we're just going to cut out me guiding you, so it'll just sound like you have a plan. No, no, no. That should stay in. No, no, if we're done, finish talking about the the best part of the movie, we can can certainly move. So the the next thing that happens is we actually meet our protagonist, uh, which is Mr. Xander Cage, and it's a it's wait, a heist. wait. That's not the next thing that happens. You what? Because it cuts to Nick Fury, and he's like, "We need Suicide Squad. Oh, <laughs> we need a Suicide right. Squad." Yeah, 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 you're right. You're and right. everyone's like, "Really?" And he goes, "We need to send in our own snake." And then we cut to Vin Diesel, our our snake for this movie. Can we talk about his tattoos now? <laughs> Because the introduction of him is just the triple X tattoo, and then it pans around his face, but it does that like eight times in this movie. It does it so many. I made a note of how how often does it show his tattoos. Also, the fact that he has three X's on his neck, and then Samuel L. Jackson is the one to tell him, maybe you should go by triple X. (laughs) He wasn't going by triple X before this, but he had three X's on his neck. Well, he had an X and then two sort of reflections of that same X kind of behind it. (laughs) So you could see where he might have gotten lost on that one. Well, and and by that logic, he's got a star tattoo on his right nipple. So he might as well be star nipple. I actually would have preferred that. I wish this movie was called star nipple. <laughs> would have made our Google searches a lot easier. To it, like it would not have. It would have. It, it would have just been a longer walk for or for an equally short trip. <laughs> oh, the scene where he gets introduced and they have all the cameras in the car. I love that since Sony made for made this movie and paid for it, every camera is Sony branded. And the reason I think it's so good is they actually cut a little rectangle out of the protective cases. <laughs> 
just for the Sony logo. <laughs> you gotta see the Sony logo. <laughs> That's amazing. He he says dick nine times in the first five minutes of this movie. It, yeah. He also says Xander Zone. He the does time. also say Xander Zone. I think he says something Which, along the lines of, hey, Dick, welcome to the Xander Zone. <laughs> yeah. In your mind, how is that spelled? Xander Because for me, it's spelled X-O-N-E. <laughs> zone. No, so it's definitely <laughs> X-X-X-A-N-D-E-R space X-X-X-O-N-E. O-N-E. <laughs> <laughs> and also, this is the first time, I've, I make this note several times, it says Xander Cage is a gamer. Yeah. He wants you to know that he's a gamer. He just, wants to be very just clear. Want but just PlayStation. PlayStation. Sony, PlayStation. Actually, PlayStation 2. Big fan of PlayStation 2 first-person shooters. Uh, doesn't doesn't mention any particular games, um, but he is a gamer. Can we, for a second, why did... why I want to hear your guys' theory. Why did he pick this politician? Because the, the two offenses that he, he states are, one... He's anti-video game, so that's a possibility. But then two, he's anti-rap. Is there not like a worse politician that he could have maybe gone after? <laughs> there's not like like maybe a corrupt politician or like Yeah. A... Well, you're forgetting there's a skateboarding is a crime bumper sticker on his car. So clearly. Hey, is that true? I missed that. Is there a skateboarding I, pretty, is a crime I'm bumper pretty sticker? Sure that's what it says. On on the senator's car? I think so. <laughs> well, okay, never mind. Okay, I, I retract well, my hang point. On, hang on, no, no, no. I'm wait. I'm kind of worried. John, now I that... don't know why you're so confused that a gamer would be mad, <laughs> mad at an anti-gamer kind of person. You know. Well, he does. <laughs> he does later say that he's done a lot of crazy stunts and this for a lot of causes, and that this is the first one he's ever believed in. N- not <laughs> talking about the senator. He's talking about like the rest of the plot. So I I wonder if maybe he's just going around and somebody's like, this guy hates video games, and he's like, well, I steal his car and I throw it off a cliff. Then. <laughs> Do you think Xander Cage is like a sociopath, and he's just like trying to find something that will make him feel? That's possible. And so, like, all these, all the, well, he is a gamer, just so you know, but all these justifications now, are like. Now, Lincoln, do you feel that he's a, uh, if, in your professional opinion, do you think that he's a gamer? I do, in fact, think he's a gamer. What are you basing that off of? Well, I'm basing on the fact that uh, he, <laughs> that he mentions PlayStation 2 several times. He mentions um, first-person shooters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he he seems very defensive of games he's kind of casually sexist which is also very gamer of equality for him that's true uh can i provide a little counterpoint to your theory though because i yeah. think you, i think you're reading too much into this movie and by by saying that he's a gamer i don't think they've given us enough evidence to believe <laughs> that because he does have muscles big ones that is true so true. i don't also disagree i don't i don't know that it explicitly says that he's a gamer well I mean, I think you gotta you kinda just gotta read the subtext, read oh, in the between subtext. the lines. Oh, yeah, yes. Preston, we forgot about the subtext. We were being dumb Sorry, idiots. sorry. Yeah. I, I forgot I, that this and by is that a I deep mean the subtitles. With lots of depth that has to be explored. You really have to dig deep. And to all understand. that depth is just is the depths of being a gamer. Well, this is the crazy thing, is like even though he's a gamer, he does like touch a woman. So Whoa. there's like a really glaring inconsistency but, that I'm choosing to address because I want to, I want to open up this discussion. But like as a, as a, as a friend or sister though, right, Lincoln? No, what? no, that's crazy. Like women are attracted to him, even though he is a game. Even though he plays video games? 
Yeah. It must have something to do with his muscles. It must the be fact the muscles. That he's the main character. I don't think it's that one. Because <laughs> they all want to get to the Xander zone. <laughs> oh, they're oh they're in his zone. I'll tell you what. Do you guys the, know? You do not choose whether or not you enter the Xander zone. No, the Xander zone chooses you. <laughs> do, do you know when Tony Hawk Pro Skater came out? Does anybody have that off the top of their heads? I do not. I. Let's. I'll. I'll check though. Can you please? Because I would. It. This just reeks of like peak popularity. Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and then maybe three or four years for them to make this movie. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's about there, isn't it? That's like the 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 two and a half years it would take to develop and release a movie. They were like just really influenced by Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah, they were just. You know what though? If it was just a straight remake, a cinematic adaptation <laughs> of Tony Hawk Pro Skater, I think I would have liked it a lot more. <laughs> I'm still waiting on the Tony Hawk Pro Skatematic Universe. <laughs> Skatematic Universe. <laughs> you, you, John, you, you wanted to talk about the skateboard tricks. Was that? Yeah. What um, else did you have on the skateboard tricks while we're on this Tony Hawk? No, that's 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 a good segue. I, this is okay. the second movie in a row, um, and this is skipping a little bit, so we can jump back in a second. But this is the second movie in a row that I've watched for you, absolute weirdos. That um, that has. <laughs> So much Foot Clan from the Ninja Turtles energy at some point in the movie. Because <laughs> this one, he's got his like weird groupies that go around and do cool skateboard tricks on the weird half pipe and are just drinking. And I guess there's women at his know. house. Well, oh, his, no, they are not the, drinking. The you do not see a single alcoholic. <laughs> oh, I missed that. That's wonderful. <laughs> How awesome. Wait. Um, but then then in Real Steel, there's the, the Anthony Mackie's like underground fighting ring just has... It's got the skis of the Foot Clan. <laughs> That's really my only note. I just, it, every time I see that, <laughs> I, I think to myself, actually, every time I watch pretty much any Ninja Turtles, I watched, I think to myself, like, I would join the Foot Clan almost immediately. Like, I would not <laughs> think about it for long. I want to talk about, about the skateboard tricks because when uh, Xander Cage comes back after doing his wicked, cool, and pro gamer, anti, <laughs> anti, anti rap trick he goes in the this building and then someone walks up to him and goes what is up with that crazy trick (laughs) and they're not talking about the trick that he just did because live streaming wasn't invented yet so that's like you know going on tape they have to upload that later but i just how much do i want someone to come up to me and say lincoln what is up with that crazy trick up with that crazy trick well you gotta start doing some crazy (laughs) tricks then bud yeah you should do some crazy tricks yeah (laughs) I think I think that's like my calling. Like I want, but maybe we can like go beyond that. We can make that like your greeting. Like, oh hey, what's up with that crazy trick? Oh, I like that. Maybe that's mm. like our our send off like, for this this podcast. Is, is just it's like, been a long time. What is up with that crazy trick? What is up with that crazy trick, my dude? So, Jonathan, my question for you is, my friend, <laughs> what is up with that crazy trick? That's a good question, and I have absolutely no response to that, other than that you did just remind me that he puts it on tape and sends it out to people, which is my favorite thing, because the director of this is also the director of the first Fast and Furious movie, in which the whole heist was based around DVD players, and I love that his movies are just like one step behind what a cool movie might be. So what would be the cool movie equivalent of a DVD player? Well, like a a good heist for money, or I don't know, like... I was thinking like Blu-ray player, maybe. Yeah, like a or portable like Blu-ray DVD player, player. <laughs> <laughs> or like or PlayStation Twos. Yes, 
perfect. Um, so then, then we start get, getting, we meet Xander, end of the party, and then we start getting into his very convoluted entrance exam in a diner where he wakes up. And conveniently, this extreme sports crazy athlete is suddenly very observant. My note said, I bet everyone in this diner is an actor. And I was like, ah, yes, I got it. Well, no, Lincoln, because everyone in movies is an actor, so. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, sorry. Well, so I was still right. <laughs> and I like that it's not just, like, like observant. You know, it's very deep observant with, oh, you know, so-and-so reading a Financial Times newspaper on the day that the market's not open. It's, like, very pinpoint, like, crazy secret agent James Bondy kind of stuff. Well, well it's, very, it's very Sherlock yeah, is what it is. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sherlock with, with three X's at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> XXX no, underscore I feel like Sherlock underscore triple X. <laughs> un- underscore. <laughs> I feel like it's not no even tag. Sherlock. It's like, um, what's that movie? Guys... This is not going well. What's that movie um, where The he, Great Mouse Detective. All right. Where he remembers everything. It's Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Slumdog Millionaire? Slumdog Millionaire. It's like it's like Slumdog Millionaire kind of information because he's like, my <laughs> like aunt used destiny. to work at a restaurant <laughs> and she would never. And this is how he became a secret agent is because he just... Yeah. Again, he like blind lucked his way into it. And also, isn't it so funny that the director decided to do a heist in a diner with Samuel Jackson there. <laughs> and absolutely zero references. That's a very like, good point. Like, we're going to do a Pulp Fiction in everything but name. Like, we're not going to call attention to the fact that this is the opening scene of Pulp Fiction that we're doing right here. Well, everything but name and quality and style and, and good quality writing. And, and idiosyncrasy and, like, enjoyment and pacing. Sure. But it does have... Samuel L. Jackson. It sure does. As as Nick Fury, as we mentioned earlier. There's something about that diner scene that feels so dead to me. Like, I think it's handled in the least climactic way possible. Like, there's the idea, when you explain that scene to me now, the idea of, oh, and then he, like, sussed out that they were all actors, and then he got into a firefight, but he was going to be... All that sounds cool, but it's just handled in a way where you're like, I don't... I don't care at all. Like, even slightly. I think the problem might be the fact that Xander Cage looks right at the camera and explains the entire scene beat for beat <laughs> right be after we watched it. <laughs> like we weren't going to, we weren't going to take him at his actions for like the camera wasn't going to tell us he was being observant. He has to tell us. He's like, <laughs> guys, I'm really observant. I noticed all this stuff. And then it's like, yeah, that's why the scene feels dead. The movie has no interest in showing it to you. They tell Vin Diesel who, you know, I must admit his reading skills are, phenomenal yeah he tell, tells him to to tell us what's going on <laughs> yeah it's, it's really just a, a bad pretty, scene it's a terrible scene like and like like samuel L. jackson gives him absolutely no time to live in that moment of like i could have gotten shot he just he fights the guy no. and he instantly stands up and he's like congratulations you solved my riddle right exactly yeah and then it's immediately boom back to sleep wake up in columbia there's zero yeah exp- Which, like there's zero that- room for the scene to like breathe Zero. Yeah, and at that point, why do we have that scene? Because him being oh, it's observant totally is yeah. it's not important ever. Right. And his observance ever. doesn't it doesn't it never comes into play in the rest of the movie. Not at all. And it's totally out of so character. So here's my question. <laughs> what? My question is what game do you think he played that enabled him to have this skill? Spot it. 
recognition, and that's that's it. Yeah, he just he, okay. he did a lot of he did a lot of uh, road trips, so he just did I Spy mm. all the time. Oh yeah, a lot of he, car he was bingo. real into Where's Waldo. <laughs> bingo. Yeah, he played a lot of Crash Bandicoot, and he just couldn't <laughs> take his eyes off it. Yeah, and then from there we get into a another action scene in Colombia. Preston, that was such a good job. How do you? I'm trying here. I'm trying here. <laughs> we all noticed. We were all seeing it. <laughs> um, and they get kidnapped at a presumably a cocaine farm. And, not, not presumably. Well, yeah, it's actually, very no, much a cocaine farm. But they For never sure. expl- they never say it is. Oh, but they do. A guy's like, cocaine. Look, it's a cocaine leaf. Do you know how much this goes for on the streets? (laughs) I would love to watch that guy try to sell just an actual regular cocaine leaf. That'd be incredible. Oh, I promise. This is cocaine. It'll be cocaine. If you just let it sit in the sun for a minute, it'll become... I'm I'm not going to do anything about this process. (laughs) This is all up to you. (laughs) What was the waitress's job in the NSA? I know that's jumping back a little bit, but what's... What does she do? Is she literally just there to perform tests on people? I I would hope so. <laughs> or does she? Is there a spinoff movie that we could see of her just going around kicking ass, <laughs> taking names in high in heels? Because <laughs> jokes on that. him, her legs are both prosthetics, so she doesn't feel her ankles at all. Sorry, back to the cocaine farm. <laughs> I just I just remembered that. So we have this 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 scene that does a much better job of introducing our you know introducing Xander because it's actually him doing extreme things like being pulled out of an airplane with a parachute and he does some pretty sweet jumps on a dirt bike he does some incredible jumps on a dirt i wish he had done those jumps on a dirt bike in the diner oh absolutely. that would have been a yeah, movie no, that, that would have been <laughs> just like smush the two scenes together like everything yes. happens or just at the diner but maybe completely cut out the diner entirely no. just no no, no. just we, have him wake up i'm critical we've already established that, that. you oh, gotta okay, do the diner right. come on you can't <laughs> You can't have an introduction I, without a diner scene. I do like the idea of this being a diner in Colombia that is also a cocaine farm. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's, it's like just, a Tomorrowland situation where you like <laughs> enter no, no, the reality of the diner, cocaine farm. Somehow he has to escape and ride back in on a dirt bike. And oh, that works. That's, that that's works the whole me. thing. You okay. know, hey, you know, thanks for, for running over six of our agents with a dirt bike. But uh, they were, you know, our agents like, oh, you passed the test. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. More the dirt bike was an agent. Anyways, but we actually like we actually get to see him, you know, torture, keep his mouth shut, and actually try to save a dude which we'd never haven't seen before. Which can we talk about that dude real quick? Because the only reason he's friends with him or likes him at all is because he's equally bald. That's the only reason that we're given <laughs> for them liking each other. Can we talk about how casually everybody on that plane is just okay with having been kidnapped by the NSA and sent to their deaths? Yeah, they're, they're just like, ha, like, ha, diners, <laughs> am I right? Yeah, Tuesdays are weird. No, John, it was a Sunday, just so you know. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I forgot. You're right. It was a Sunday. How, how, I hate that that's like a canonical detail in XXX <laughs> that you know. That it has to be important. But, but I think like... The movie was so clearly telling us, like, you are never going to see these people again. Like, we're not going to bother to give them personalities oh, no. because because you are they are all gone. Well, I don't think yeah. either. They could have all died. I don't think we either don't of care. them actually made like one of them definitely dies. And I'm pretty sure the other dude dies. Uh, but yeah, it's an infinitely better scene introducing. And there's some well, great infinity times zero is still zero. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but there's dirt bikes and great big dumb explosions, Lincoln. Okay, fine. That is true. I will I say accept that. 
for the first like 20 to 30 minutes of this movie, however long it takes to get to that point, I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to make it through this. This keyed me in. This got me going. I liked this. But the, the, the setup from this scene has absolutely zero effect on the rest of the movie. Also true. Yep. It's not like, a, oh, so here's, here's actually why we had you here. They just say, no, 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 you were just a distraction. Like, go fuck yourself. You're in this now. Like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that no one in the entire movie ever tells Xander Cage what the plan is. Oh, that's great. I do. I really enjoy I wrote several times. Is this movie about something? Like, is there is should we know what's happening right now? I like that. No, like he, just it doesn't matter. You don't care. They drop him. He wakes up and he's like ready. And they're, they're like, just go off vibes, man. Like, <laughs> figure out what you're supposed to do. Argue with some guys. Like, just just get there and get back out like no they're just like i don't know get some information from somebody all right good luck it's a very good point <laughs> and he never argues so like he's he must be like some kind of super genius who's like well no we it, it is already established because he is a gamer uh <laughs> he doesn't really need to know the plan like what we didn't see is is when he fell asleep he saw a loading screen <laughs> and it showed like the waypoints right and yeah he woke up and he he has like a like a user interface over his eyes that's like go to this red dot and, and speak to this man. <laughs> <laughs> it's Avatar. He's just the Avatar being driven by somebody else. By also Vin yes. Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> Preston, I don't... You do know that, like, video games work like this. Like, we don't need to connect this to a, to a different movie. We could just... We could just talk. Like I already was making the video game. No, comparison. Lincoln, I'm so see, sorry see, to kind of hop on that, but I'm kind of into the idea of Vin Diesel just <laughs> piloting Vin Diesel. What I do like about that image is Vin Diesel growing in like a in vitro chamber, but older Vin Diesel's like watching him grow. Yeah, he's just got like a series of disposable Vin Diesel bodies ready to go. <laughs> Which I feel like is a good segue to talk talk about our our. Fucking, how could it possibly be a good segue? <laughs> no, no, no. This is a good segue into into talking about how you could take this movie, change like two or three things, and suddenly it's either Fast and the Furious or James Bond. Oh, it's a James Bond movie, if 100%. Yeah, it's no question. This movie feels like they saw James Bond and went, that's old and tired. And then they were like, we can do something way cooler. And then they made this and it was bad. Right. Somebody said, hey, let's have James Bond. But like sort of anti-establishment in a very establishment way. <laughs> right. <laughs> do you think that the very first Vin Diesel avatar clone was called AAA? Oh, another the XXX sucks. <laughs> Terrible. It started off at A, all the way through. A, the B, God, the there's a, so a, many. B, B, C, C. He just this keeps getting the, wasted on these. This is the 78th clone. I mean, he's clearly hired to be the, the on the Suicide Squad, so... I, I mean, he, that, that seems like a very is. practical thing. I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I had to jump back a goof because I just love the idea of that triple X is like, that's his like numerical designation and that's why it's tattooed on his neck. No, that's very good. It's Are like, they all tattooed in that stylistic way? Ex exactly that style. X is like just coincidentally works well. With the, like double reflection. <laughs> well, no, no, no. They're all, there's a bunch of different Xander cages and they just pick the one that they need. It's like AAA is in like cursive. Oh, and they okay. just need and he's an accountant one for this, this, <laughs> particular uh 
Which uh, which which version is the Helvetica one? Is that like a like a H H H? Obviously, H- <laughs> it's now what is he? He's do? a graphic designer. Cool. I hate that. <laughs> He's like, look at all these clean lines. Lots of symmetry. <laughs> well balanced. <laughs> Pleasing color palette. Do you want that on an SVG? <laughs> And then, and then from there, he just gets dropped straight into <laughs> Germany, or is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, we're back on the actual sorry, movie. Sorry, so we're talking about it's either it's it's either very uh, it's either Germany or very Eastern Europe. Um, it's just know. like a vague not America, right? I don't. Did they say where no, it's, it is? it's Prague? They say it's in Prague. Is it in Prague? It's okay. in Prague. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yep, in yep, Prague. Yep. And I know that because Prague is like the center of classical music. Like it was the birthplace of much of the best classical music for a long time. And um not once do they like play the music associated with that country. No, even they play once. something much better. It's called Firefight and it's the opening song. <laughs> <laughs> See now, Preston, the way you said that made me think you have a little extra information on that particular number. Oh no no no. I, I don't have any extra information on it. It's that it it, it gets stuck in my head sometimes. I won't lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> How is there enough, like, cohesive tune no, there in is that a, song for it to get stuck it's in your just, head? That song is essentially just, like, heavy metal scat. So it's just, like, right. anything that sounds vaguely like it, he's got it stuck in his head. Well, I was just going to say, you mentioned that this is very much a Bond ripoff, which it mm. is. Yep. Uh, with his own kind of just shitty little cue, who... I, this might be part of the scene. I get lost in this movie pretty quick. But the, he, at one point, he hands him a set of goggles, and and they say he says it's like it's X-ray goggles, right? And he says it's yeah, every yeah, little yeah. boy's dream, which is creepy until you see what he's looking at, and it's just this chick's bones. Which is that every little boy's dream to see some lady's bones? I was really into like skeletons as a kid. Yeah, I was like, I wish I want to see what a skeleton looks like. <laughs> I think it's I think it's implied what he's actually doing, you know? No, or, I or understand what, that it's implied. Goggle, what but the goggles could do. Again, I understand that, but he says it's every little boy's dream, and then the next shot is just her bones. It's her skeleton. So you're telling me that if somebody handed you a pair of goggles that you could see skeletons with, that you wouldn't be stoked. Is that is that what you're is is my understanding that correctly? I mean I can't truthfully say that I wouldn't be stoked. Even even more pointed question. When you were 12, if someone handed you a set of, glo- of goggles that could x-ray anybody and see their bones, would you not be, like, so fulfilled by that? I tell you what, for the second time this podcast, I'd like to retract my statement, because good point, <laughs> I would love that. I, that brings me, one of my points that I wrote are, like, this movie has this, like, childish, I don't need it's not innocence, it's just a sort of, like, childish, like... Ignorance? Uh, ignorance that's like almost charming sometimes like it's almost like cute to see like xander cage's idea of like what a cool action shot is or like what the producers thought would be a really cool party whatever like it's totally like a 12 year old describing what he thinks a wicked awesome party would look oh like. definitely or like having him like ask a lady to dance and think that that's flirting and she walks away and he goes, hey, 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 I'm a really good dancer. Which, yeah, I like that you said that it's easy to get lost in this movie because it it is. like it, Yeah, they, it's so quick. Like, they, they literally, I bet they, they probably gathered, like, six 
teenagers into a room and said, hey, we're going to make a sweet action movie. What should we do? And then they took every single one of the ideas written. And in put the order in. that they were said. Right. <laughs> no, they just wrote them on a bunch of pieces of paper and then threw them to the wind and saw what, what it kind of ended up as. They, they, they made you guys an remember AI how- watch Fast and the Furious and James Bond's. <laughs> And then just whatever. And then Mission Impossible too. Yeah, and Mission Impossible, and there you go. There's the movie. (laughs) Here are the movies that are recommended as similar to this, and it's hilarious to me. Uh, Mission Impossible two checks out. Quantum of Solace, The Gray Man, Transporter two, A Good Day to Die Hard, and Fate of the Furious. I couldn't agree more with all of those choices. <laughs> Just like pretty much the worst of every franchise. Lincoln, did you also get lost in this? Yeah, I'm looking at my notes right now and I'm like, I don't remember how many spy gear up montages there are. And also the fact that the movie ends and then Vin Diesel looks right at the camera and goes, I'm not done yet. <laughs> and then it goes on for another 30 minutes. Doesn't oh, yeah. really help. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that wasn't like a cool moment. That was a warning from Vin Diesel. He's like, you can leave, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> I, I guess this is as good a time as any to talk about this, but the movie when he escapes for the first time and then he's told by Nick Fury, hey, I wanted you to do what you just did. It was all this cool thing. And then he meets the girl and they kiss I was like, oh, sweet, the movie's over. And then it's like, no, it's not over. We have one more action set piece after this, the like only good action set piece in the whole movie. We have one more much worse action set piece to go through. Yeah, the movie's like, no, idiot. We have another 45 minutes. It, it definitely... that It could have ended right there. Preston, okay, I wanted on. you to rate... I want you to rate Preston the rock climbing technique when he attacks oh, the compound. Oh, I, you know, I mean, I, I didn't write anything down about that, but I definitely thought about writing something down about that. Uh, I mean, his technique is, is not not great, but I mean, it worked. He got the girl in the end, so. Do you happen to know if Wait, are he you used saying... a lot of chalk? I mean, it didn't you look know what? like it. But that, that would have messed what? with his all black stealthy clothing. Scratch my question because the question Lincoln was about to ask was 100% better than mine. Oh, yeah. I think you, you just said the climbing skill was effective because he did in fact get the girl at the end. I really thought you were going to say because he reached the top, but you said because he got the girl. So in your, in your well, experience it's, it's as a climber it. and a guide to other climbers like <laughs> is that your metric you use for everybody well lincoln what, what you're not remembering is that at the top of every mountain is a girl ah that's what that's and she's named after the mountain right well the mountain's named after her she's eternal she's been there forever <laughs> she was there beforehand <laughs> i mean clearly it was effective because he completed his mission which was to rescue the damsel in distress at that moment though his mission was just to get to the top right Ooh, like it I wasn't mean... <laughs> When you go rock climbing, your mission isn't to later get Subway sandwiches. Every cliff Preston has ever climbed, other people had tricked him into thinking there was a girl at the top. (laughs) They're like, no, bro, I know we got you last time. I know we dunked on you last time, but trust me, her name's Janelle and she's great. She's on top of Mount Janelle, I promise. (laughs) And he's like, I have a hard time believing that there is a there's a woman named Long's Peak at the top, but I'm gonna I want to see what she is. I want to I want to meet Long's Peak. I want to see she what she hot. is. Are we done talking about the the 
the, I mean, what were, what were, what were, you, what was your, your, like, what were you looking for as far as like the climbing feedback goes? Oh, that's like, fine. You did, you did, you did well. Okay. I just, okay. I, I, was, I mean, this is, I can elaborate I saw, if you'd like, but. Preston, you have such a very specific set of skills and it's very, very, very rare that those skills come in a movie just as tightly packaged as this particular one is for you. Like, <laughs> I mean, but the, the climbing is such a small, I mean, there's like two frames of him climbing. Preston, how many movies do you think have a climbing scene in them? Because it's not a lot of them. I mean, again, Mission Impossible 2 is one of them. Mission Impossible 2 is one of them. <laughs> fair en- I mean, fair enough, I guess. <laughs> that scene used to get me so juiced as a kid. <laughs> yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> could you, so can you, like, define or maybe describe juice yeah just like a hundred percent amped like it made me want to go climb some shit so bad like like to this day sometimes i see a thing and i want to just put on like a black tank top and the worst sunglasses ever made and climb it hey is this this is how i judge movies sometimes Mm. if you guys had paused this movie to go make like a sandwich halfway through would you have been inclined to come back because i definitely I definitely kept it rolling a couple of times that I did have to like piss a little bit because I was like, if I stop this, I'm never going to start it again. I actually got an invitation to go out to lunch with some of my friends about 40 minutes into the movie. And so much of me was like, I, what if I just stop watching it? Like I got, I have such a good idea of this movie. I very much, I bet I could fake my way through the rest of this discussion. You know, I don't, but I I don't think there's any better way to explain this movie than that. (laughs) <laughs> to be perfectly honest because <laughs> the pay it's just it does drag on and on and on it doesn't do a whole lot because especially because the next thing is we're introduced to the actual villains uh which is anarchy 99 um because you have to have we a, are... a number at the end of you know whatever whatever your your evil organization is well, it's the, well they're well, using the same avatar strategy so like it was it used to be called anarchy 98 but all of those that was like a failed batch so we're at no, 99 now see i like to think that they're also gamers and the gamer tags anarchy zero through 98 were taken mm. <laughs> it had to be the yeah i like that too when we got to the scene of the main spy character talking to a woman who has like is like been roped into this and isn't her choice to be here anymore and she's like desperately wants to leave the situation but maybe this new spy is the only way and they're at a fancy restaurant while this happens mm. i got so sad because i could have been watching tenet <laughs> <laughs> i think anytime the scene changed i got so sad because i could have been watching anything else <laughs> I do, Lincoln, to to that scene, I do love when the sniper guy, there's like one shot and he's hiding behind a statue of a giant man with a gun. I think that's incredible. <laughs> I also love how blown out the background is. Like it turns into like this like weird dream theater for just a second. Like, oh, it's awesome. No, no background at all. And you're like, wait, where, where is he? Like he's in, is heaven. He in heaven. Is he shooting down from the, from heaven? Yeah. The pearly gates open up and out comes his the 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 barrel of his gun i was wondering what his plan was um the villain because that was when i did i took a piss (laughs) and just left it running (laughs) oh do you want so so here's here's the it's it's very um so his his plan can i I guess yeah no actually yes yes do do tell us the plot 
I'm, I'm very the best I could figure this. was he's got Ahab, this dumb, worst designed <laughs> vehicle ever made. Hey, and it looks like a spaceship from Flash Gordon. It it really does. And his plan is to gas some cities. All of them. All the cities. All, all of the cities is his plan? Yeah, all of them. <laughs> and he has eight missiles. <laughs> Wait. Did it did it any at, at any point was there a connection that Vin Diesel had for all these scientists? Because I came back and Absolutely he's not. just like weeping. <laughs> No, no, he, he just watches, saw them through his special yeah, X-ray goggles. Through his goggles. <laughs> right, through the 12-year-old boy dream goggles. Yep. And that can go through solid brick, but get stopped by the human skeleton. Right, which exactly. Which is just amazing mm-hmm. to imagine. And then he gets, so he watches them die, but he's crying after that. Like, that's important to me to know that he wipes away a tear. No, it's because yeah, because he Vin just was, saw a bunch of forgetting how much of this movie he still had to film and be a part of. <laughs> 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 and they had to take advantage of that emotion somehow. He's Not like, we've only just begun. <laughs> there's like a whole two action pieces that we haven't talked I know. about yet. I was about to say there's there's the snowboard sequence yeah which he has a, to a do... thing that i only remembered because i looked at my notes and saw uh let's see <laughs> snowboard jump is legitimately exciting and i was like snowboard jump what the oh yeah that's right that's in this movie no and see and see that's like that whole thing could have been cut out because it's some bullshit about how they have to take out this communications tower when that communications that's the tower best action sequence in the movie no, preston it is that's the best one it is but they don't. That's the only one you can't take out. It is, except that he has to take out this communications tower for no reason. It's not like, hey, we take out the tower to so that they can't communicate with Ahab and like tell it what to do. Like that would have been way better. Right. That would have exactly. been really good. Or they could have just tied it into him getting her out of the compound, but they didn't do that. No. Lincoln, or, what or was they have to note? take out the communication tower, and that's why he puts the hard drive in the thing and makes it go off on its like computer mission because it's like we can't control it so we're just going to send it out anyways and it'll just attack the first thing that it sees oh that's a good idea instead of it being a just a blatant weak point in the the ahab yeah (laughs) and then it also i note that the fact that the plane they're driving is the lockheed electra which is a very cool plane it's one of my favorite planes um this has been an episode of planes with lincoln Is that your segment? Are you introducing a segment of, of just plain yeah, it, talk? It's called, it's called I'll Get It Plain. <laughs> that was just plain bad. Terrible. That thing had no wings. <laughs> okay, yeah, keep going, keep going. With the movie or with bad plane puns? Because I got both. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, my idea never really, it just didn't take off the way I hoped. Yeah, it sucks. No, no, no it lift sucks. there. Okay. Are we talking, can we finally talk about this dumb river sequence? Is there anything else yeah. we'd have to get through? I was about to say, what was the other action set piece that you were... It was the last was this... one. Okay, yeah. It's the yeah, final yeah, yeah. one. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Go for it. I, I was so deep in the paint on this movie by this point <laughs> that I, they said that there's a, a blue GTO traveling next to Ahab, and I got so viscerally angry that that it's not isn't blue. at all blue. It's clearly purple. <laughs> Like it's so it's so clearly purple that you can tell the editors heard like heard the line 
blue GTO. And then for the next like solid five minutes of the movie, it's very close ups of Vin Diesel without any of the body of the car <laughs> at all. Which like, isn't this a Hollywood movie? Couldn't they have ADR'd that and just you would changed think so. one single word? You would think so, but they chose not to. And I was so angry about that <laughs> that I genuinely missed some of this movie. <laughs> I, I got to say, I was surprised when he opened up the computer bay with the, like, 2002 giant hard drive in it that it wasn't Sony branded. <laughs> it should have been. I was like, it really should have been. And also the fact that he sees it start to activate. And there are so many shots of him just, like, looking concerned <laughs> at the missiles. Like, he takes a look at the he, the dials and stuff, and it's like, oh, yep, this is this is way out of my league as a gamer. <laughs> I've never had to like use electronics before. <laughs> well, they didn't, there wasn't enough suspense in that scene. So they just really had to slow it down because this movie, could you know, not I have agree been any shorter. <laughs> no, this was, this was all killer. No filler. This particular movie. <laughs> they're like, we're, we're only at one minute 52 and we really need to stretch it to one fifty five. And they're like, Oh, we, we have like 10 extra minutes of, of Vin Diesel looking at the missiles. Do you want to just like throw those in left and right during the sequence? And I love that his whole solution is just to, t- is like obviously pulling the computer drive, but just taking one of the missiles and flipping it over <laughs> so that that one pushes the machine down while the other two launch. It's a very good idea. I do notice that he does the fake death and he, he floats to the surface neck first so that we see his tattoo. <laughs> Well, you didn't know that the ink on that tattoo is extremely blue. <laughs> That's how he survives everything. That's how he gets so much air on the motorcycle. Oh, yeah. It just lifts him up by his neck. Mm-hmm. That's why he could, like, lean back on the back of the cycle and shoot someone because he's just he's been lifted up. <laughs> yeah, if he wanted to, he could float around like a specter. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, like like puppies have, like, thicker skin <laughs> right at the nape of their neck so they can be lifted up. He's got one so God can pick him up. <laughs> tell him what a good boy he's being i love it when god picks me up by the tattoos <laughs> well he originally only had the nipple one and that was just so rough it was to way too up. much <laughs> that nipple was getting super long it was not good and so he just he's like i'm gonna put a really clear marker for god to pick me up it, it will be so clear that this is where the spot i want to be picked up from. yeah they're like hey why do you have that tattoo because x marks the spot where god grabs me <laughs> How is there not a Xander Zone, like a a triple X video game? Maybe there was. Okay, let's, I actually don't know. Let's check. Let's check. It's just... Oh, guys. Guys, it's so much better than we hoped it was. Is there something? XXX is a 2002 action video game developed okay. by Digital Eclipse and published by Activision for the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> <laughs> what? I've been watching a lot more movies because it's summer, and I got to say this was... A very much a low Excellent. point. That's you know that's that's <laughs> exactly what I wanted it to be, and I would be disappointed <laughs> if it was anything else. Lincoln, I would like to if we're, if we're done, I'd like to reveal the yeah. Do do tell us what, what are we watching? Yeah, I think that'd be great. Watch yeah. it for next week um, because I legitimately think this is going to be a, a better. This is going to be a, a step up. Okay, for you, Lincoln. Okay, okay, okay. We are watching Keanu Reeves's Constantine. I've never even heard of that movie. Mm-hmm. Heard of it, have not seen any of it. Get ready.
Okay, do you have any homework or, or any information you want to give us about the movie? Before I actually, my my homework is know nothing about this movie going into it. <laughs> That's my homework okay, for you. Great. Excellent. Got it. <laughs> well, um, I think that's it for us. Thank this you for been... listening. Oh, go oh ahead. are you just going to take you it? You're just going to go? No, you you take it. Oh, I th- did it last time. Okay, well, I'm going to steal your line. Thank you for listening to Twinkie Talk presented by the Evening Brothers. Uh, we have absolutely no way to contact us and we're not on the internet yet. So I am Brother John. <laughs> I am Brother Lincoln. I'm Brother Presty. We'll see you next time. Bye.